Greetings everyone and welcome back to another episode of Plan B Success. I have often been asked, is it okay to wear your emotions on your sleeve? And I ask you, what do you think the answer is? Well, some may say it shows your weakness if your emotions are visible for what they are, while others may say it shows the true you and that's the only way to express yourself absolutely truthfully. Well, let me just say that there is no one right answer. Different people have different perspectives on that. However, the easiest way to live and breathe free is to be who you really are. Simple. If you have to pretend who you're not, it's a burden to bear for you as well as a little bit unreal for those you interact with. Your true self is hidden and you have to be constantly cognizant of that. As a result, you never live out freely. You're only putting up an act, one mask at a time. Our emotions are there for a reason, for us to express freely without any apprehensions. We feel elated when something goes right and feel perhaps frustrated or angry upon coming across an injustice being meted out to someone. We may want to react and help correct the situation. Of course, we need to act based on our emotions and our moral compass, but first, we need to learn to be in control of our emotions too. Understand the root of where your emotions lie. Where is their anger or happiness coming from, and what's the constructive act it can support? Answering those questions will allow for the rightful impact of your action on your own behavior and those of others. Any emotion should be okay to have, be it anger, confusion, sadness, worry, happiness, elation, etc., etc., etc. In order to be in control of such an emotion and to do something useful with it, understand the why of your emotion first. This is where the concept of emotional intelligence or emotional quotient comes into play. Emotional intelligence, or EI for short, is defined as our ability to monitor not just our own emotions, but those of others around us as well. It's the ability to make an effort to understand them, differentiate between these emotions, and react to them appropriately based on that understanding. Emotional quotient, or EQ on the other hand, although used interchangeably with Emotional intelligence is a testing measurement of such ability to understand and apply our emotions through our thinking and actions. That's the difference between EI and EQ. One is the ability to monitor not just our emotions but those of the others in order to understand them, but the other one, EQ, is more about measuring those emotions, measuring how we understand them. And then comes the application of it, which we'll talk about in a minute. One of the most wonderful abilities us humans are blessed with is our ability to think, talk, and interpret. There's no issue in the world that cannot be resolved through dialogue. Emotional intelligence helps us interact in an effective and efficient manner, but most importantly, allows us the ability to navigate our own emotions better as well. Emotional intelligence allows for the development of self-awareness, giving us the clarity we seek about ourselves 
and our interactions with the world around. Next, it helps us read and understand others better. Their body language, physical and mental cues, so that we learn to interact effectively with them. It provides us with the learned restraint that we need to have mindful interactions. It teaches us to listen before we speak, to understand before we react, and finally to think from the standpoint of not just ourselves but others as well. It teaches us the humility to hold a perspective and be open to change based on input received. We do not have to be rigid in our thinking, but allow for new information to shape our perspectives. All of this plays a big role not just in our personal lives, but in business too. Leaders are expected to be of high emotional intelligence. And that's more true now than ever. We live in an interwoven society and an interconnected world. We are dependent on each other to foster and flourish and showing you care for each other beyond profit and beyond your own success goes a long way in building stronger bonds and allowing for all of us to benefit, grow, and flourish together. And that is the biggest calling of our leaders around the world in every scenario. Soft skills highlight the nuances of such care and respect for each other. How we speak, how we greet and behave, is vital to smooth interactions, and these are based highly on our emotional intelligence. And they can make a stellar difference in your personality, your interactions, as well as how people come to accept you. It's the cornerstone for coordination, cooperation, and making progress together. Personal accountability is also high in those that have a high emotional quotient. It comes with the skill of self-awareness and self-aware people reflect on well-rounded reasoning for their success and failures and not just look to the outside to find someone to blame. Self-awareness and personal accountability together can foster cultures of cooperation, innovation, camaraderie and as a result, growth. The other lesson that emotional intelligence teaches us is to refrain from shortcuts and instant gratification. Perseverance is a huge aspect of this, and better to win big in due time than small but early. To do well in business, you need to outperform the competition while also retaining your edge and quality in what you produce, and that comes with perseverance fueled by passion. And our intuition sharpens with a combination of our intelligence quotient and emotional quotient. The question is whether your emotions can fool you. Yes, they can. There's a possibility that people may believe what they very much want than the reality that is glaring down at them. And the reason for that is what they try to use as answers to substantiate their own thinking than to accept reality for what it is. Emotional intelligence, as we discussed, is about identifying your own and others' emotions to recognize their effects on actions and to use that information to guide your behavior. The last aspect of this, the ability to use the information to guide behavior, is different in various people and can mean the difference in recognizing and managing to reality versus going with your preconceived ideas despite the reality. And mind you, when it comes to guiding behavior, it could be your own 
or others as well. Emotional quotient, which is a measurement of EI, tends to lack here in terms of measuring applicability of EI, though can elevate the strength of your emotional intelligence or EI. What really matters is not what you know, but how you apply it. Yes, emotional intelligence can do a lot of good, but it can do an equally lot of bad if exploited for wrong results. After all, it's an understanding of not just your own, but others' emotions as well. Those that want to service their own selfish needs can be manipulative with it. It's an ability that has practical applications and implications. Development of emotional intelligence is a continuous process that only improves over time. In order to benefit from it, be humble and be a lifelong learner. Continue to be inquisitive, observational, exploratory, and most important of all, synthesize what you learn and get good at applying it for greater good. You'll not just be emotionally intelligent, but you will get better over time. Hey, I hope you liked that episode. Please do make sure to subscribe to Plan B Success Podcast so that you can get alerts about these episodes coming out three times a week. You get to hear an inspiring interview and some inspiring talk that will move the needle for you on your way to success. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm.